Thank you for tuning your hearts in for another episode of the Hearts Rise Up podcast. I'm Carol Chapman, your host, along with my co-hosts, Ann Sari and Conchetta Antonelli. We share our own personal experiences, tips, and strategies, along with powerful stories and compelling insights from guest interviews. We're here to inspire and empower your conscious evolution, help you tap into your inner wisdom and rise to your heart-centered higher self. Together, we can rise to a higher level of consciousness, an elevated state of being, and experience more love, joy, and freedom. Hello again, heart-centered soul. Welcome back to the Hearts Rise Up podcast. I'm Carol Chapman, your host, and I'm delighted to have a special guest with me today who is one of the most delightful, heart-centered, and magnetic entrepreneurs I've met, Natalie Viglione. Natalie blends creativity with science as an entrepreneur. She's a cycle breaker, truth seeker, intuitive priestess healer, and light worker. She's also a vessel for life and business guidance to help humans take their power back. After a fast climb up the corporate ladder in executive marketing and sales roles, she decided she needed to leave that world to venture into the world of entrepreneurship and subsequently founded a creative collective called Team Goo. She runs the company with her husband, Mark, with a focus on creative content marketing. They have now evolved Team Goo to include life and business guidance, adding on the Disrupt Now program and podcast. Through these efforts, Natalie helps other entrepreneurs awaken the power within to remember and become conscious, divine co-creators with the universe so they can bring their gifts into the world with clarity and intention. And that's not all. As a healer, Natalie is currently learning divine nutrition Nutrition Guidance for Our Unique Bodies, written as a blueprint from birth. She's also studying plant and herbal medicine and biofrequency healing modalities. Natalie, welcome to the show. Carol, thank you so much for having me. I am excited to dive into the heart. I'm even holding my heart little crystal here. You are a powerful force in the universe with many talents. Thank you so much. I must say, when we first met, I just felt so much heart-centered energy in you. Hmm. I just felt your energy just coming through, emanating out, and I just really loved that. And I definitely want you to share your personal journey because you definitely have a journey. And you're also doing some wonderful things in the world today. But before we get into that, I'd like to ask you, One quick question. Sure. How is your heart today? It's a great question. Actually, it feels full. You know, I've been doing a little more deeper inner work, and it's amazing as you clear some of these lower chakras more and more and more every day, every day, every day, how that heart space just opens. Beautiful. Thank you for answering that question that way. I love that. 
I will say mine was elated. Ooh, I love that. Just to know that it's great to have you here. I'm so delighted that you're with us today. This is wonderful. And I know we're going to have a great conversation. So I would love for you to share your story, your journey, and then we'll go from there. Yeah, we'll just go wherever it takes us, right? <laughs> yes. What I like to wrap this around is, is thinking about this heart space as kind of an anchor because, you know, it's, it's when you go through these extreme trials and tribulations in your life that you can get very blocked in that space because you want to protect yourself for numerous reasons. You know, for me, I had a lot of abandonment if I look back and look at my childhood because I was born two months early. And when I had to stay in the thing for 30 days or whatever, you know, you don't have that initial bonding and which is the most important time. So I've learned now. Right. And so that's interesting because that's actually played out in different ways in my life. But when I left at 17, because, you know, I knew that the situation that I was in with the familial structure, it was toxic. It wasn't where I wanted to be. And I knew it wasn't my place. So I left. But, you know, it was also this my parents, they were so pissed that they disowned me. And, you know, this is young. This is a 17 year old girl. But luckily, I had enough power in me to say, you think that I care. And I didn't on the outside, but I know that on the inside, what happens, right? <laughs> Our hearts start to go, ooh, you better. So it became almost this, uh, there was lots of brick walls structured around it. And it, it took a long time for me to really get how to free that space. But as I gained consciousness and awareness, and even through my rise in the corporate realm, especially in this creative, what I thought would be so creative and open, which took me into the, exactly where I thought I wanted to go, which was marketing and sales and these big New York City firms, you know, thinking I'm, oh, I'm such a badass, you know, I, I made it, like I'm here, I got a corner office, I got, you know, my doggies here with me, you know. But the truth of the matter was, in that whole thing, I did meet my husband there, so it was, you know, extremely important for me to be there. But the toxicity that kept entering my body and was a part of my life was heavy. And I'm sure led to even more of the dis-ease in my body that I'm healing from currently. So your podcast name makes me really think of when, you, when we anchor our experience through the heart and how we evolve through that space and how you can even get into that space to allow this concept of healing <laughs> and evolving to unfold in your life. It's really... It's quite interesting coming into this kind of almost complete evolution, which, by the way, does not stop <laughs> at all any day. It's magnificent to see that evolution. And I hope that more and more people in this world can experience evolution in that way. That's such an incredibly challenging childhood. Just from the very beginning of birth, being in that incubator and kind of just imagine, you know, I think you said two months uh, in that incubator and not having the human contact. We all need to have human contact, especially as babies. Exactly. And it's been proven that a lot of research shows that for whatever reason, though, you were born into this family and here you are. Yeah. 
you're such a sensitive and very strong enough and intuitive enough at the time to follow what you needed to do to preserve your own sanity and at the same time elevate your own consciousness to get yourself out of that toxic environment. And that's not easy to do when you're a 17-year-old and you don't know where to go and how to proceed. I'm always amazed at people who leave their home early in life and trek out into the world. It really is a true test to what you're made of. And then obviously you rose to the occasion and rose to the highest ranks basically in a corporate role and in you know such a business environment that can be very, very challenging in and of itself. I know exactly what it's all about because I've been there and it's not cracked up to what it's supposed to be. And it's unfortunate. But then again, it's a wake-up call for all of us. You had the wherewithal and the inspiration and the insight to make some changes. Now, there is no one right path or one decision in our lives. It's just all an evolving process. And we just have to allow it to unfold, to take each moment as it comes. There's a phrase that I've seen written in some of the information on your website, which really spoke to me. It's not about what happens to us. It's what life and things reveal for us. And I would love for you to share at what point in your life did you come to that realization? And how do you help others tap into that to understand that concept? Yeah, you know, that concept, it's a difficult one to really embrace, especially if it is in this insanely traumatic wrapping. And it is true that, you know, that initial phase of like being able to sit in the insanity and just move through the emotions that happen is so necessary because what we don't want to do, right, is bypass it and be like, well, whatever, you know, there's clearly some higher plan. Well, we're not made, it's not like humanity, we're supposed to be suffering every second. It's not, that's not a truth I do not believe. So the power does turn on when we really do tap into and get through that initial phase where we can see a little more clearly. Because I've been in those place where if somebody were to say that to me, like there's that whole quote unquote blessing in disguise situation, right? You'd be like, oh, come on, get the F out of here. Like, I don't, we have to go through these stages and the stages can last as however long as they need. But I think that the reality of this and what, you know, this disruption, you know, the word up literally is in the word disrupt, which I think is really imperative to see because it's like up and out, up like a catalyst of some kind. And the uncovering of and revealing of a truth that's lying underneath a going on is meaning that it's, it can be a learning or even like this deeper ancient wisdom about our souls that we need to tap into. I can bring my own experience in of saying, okay, I got hit with this massive healing journey. I can map it as to what happened that does actually stem from my birth. Well, when you bring it into now, when the symptoms started showing up, I sat in that and I was 
angry and bitter and that that's a like a coming and going thing like it's a consistent process i always have to work on this but what happened is when i allowed myself to be open enough to hear and listen to what the ancient being within me was speaking about which is you're a healer let this ignite your path and was shown visions and dreams and things that I can't even really speak of because our language doesn't even almost allow me to say this stuff because it's like I can't even I mean I literally saw all of my incarnations you know and this word avatar came into play and it was just it was so powerful but what it taught me is to say okay this healing journey is a must because it's igniting the healer within me to then be an example to show others of what's possible but it's a journey and I have to remind myself all the time. My husband has to remind myself all the time. It's not fun because you wake up and just go, why can't I have a life like everybody else? Well, you obviously weren't meant to be like everybody else if you really think about it. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You, there's no definition around that. It's just this, it's a moment of like, why? And then you come back and you're like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Okay, okay. <laughs> It's a perception yeah. and a story that we kind of manufacture in our heads because, well, we're just looking at it from this perspective. Yeah. And over time, we or develop a wider perspective. And I think it's really interesting that you're using the term disrupt. I'd love for you to talk a little bit more about that because disruptors have a place in history. I mean, the first one that comes to mind is Steve Jobs. You know, he was a major disruptor in the technology industry. And not everyone is a Steve Jobs, but that doesn't matter because I guess the question is, what does it take to embrace saying no to the status quo? To say, no, I don't have to follow this path that everyone else says I need to just because they say so. I can embrace being who I am and bringing the best out of me you've been through it. What does it take to embrace the disruption and make a difference no matter how small or big? Yeah. One of, I feel like one of my gifts, the magic putting out in the world is helping people remember their power and remember their divinity. The true, I mean, power. <laughs> we think we're these little peons on this little thing and it's like, doesn't matter. It couldn't be more the opposite. That is such the wrong story. That is not truth. <laughs> so if we can really get how powerful and unbelievable and magnificent that the earth, which is a living thing, a living being is, that we are alive, that everything is conscious and aware, every plants, minerals, this crystal I'm holding in my hand right now. If we can really get that, I think what it allows us to do is see that story that people tell us that we must live in accordance to, i.e. you must grow up, you must go to college, and then you, you better get married, and then you better have two kids or three kids or four kids, and then you better get the white picket fence in the house. Oh, and then you better get like another house because it's supposed to be bigger in like five years because that means you're really successful. Oh, and Literally, I could just go on and on and on, right? That isn't real. <laughs> that is a story that is fabricated to keep us in boxes. 
it's not easy being an outlier. It's not. I am her. I live that. And you will pop into the status quo and try to put yourself in a box for one second. You'd be like, oh, it's not. And I mean, I've gone through some traumatic stuff trying to fit in a box and I've ruined another person's life doing so. I was not a kind person when I was married in when I was in my early 20s. And it was it was a disaster. We were it was a whole year and a half. But that time was so toxic. I mean, that kind of set the stage, I think, for another level of, wow, there's a lot of work to do here. And realizing, obviously, I can't go in that box. And you know what? I don't think most people can. I think that's the truth. Because there is this prison of obligation, a prison of shame, a prison of guilt, a prison of like these self-imposed prisons, right? And this is how we know that if we, if our soul doesn't feel like it's being itself, like we are truly igniting who we truly are, then that's how you know that disruption is, is the path because it will take you up and out. You don't follow the status quo just because everybody tells you to, because you're not meant to live in a self-imposed prison. I think you've just hit on something. If our soul doesn't feel like it's realizing or being itself, then we're on the wrong path. And it's having the courage to just take that step, to step out of it and to know that you can do it, that you can move forward and follow the path that you need to follow that feels right for you. And being conscious of choices and decisions each and every day that we make that gets us further along the path. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that. And it's about recognizing when we are in these types of relationships and the misalignment of energies, how our frequencies are not aligned. And if we're not careful, we're not protecting our own frequency and we can be pulled down to an energy frequency or an energy standpoint that is not good for us. And I think that's very apparent today on the planet, what is happening. So I'd love to understand a bit more about your take as an intuitive and an empath, as someone who is very aware and very tuned into these things. What's your perspective around the planet and how can we navigate how can others navigate these energetic shifts to grow and evolve and not be pulled down energetically to these lower frequencies so i could go i could go really big but i think we'll just go <laughs> you know if if we take this into perspective that okay the as above, so below context of all things. We say these things and we, most people probably really understand what that means, or as I say, understand what that means. But do we really like get it? So if we think of our galaxy, and if we know that we're in a galaxy, and I have this spiral on my arm that reminds me consistently that we're in a spiraling, we're spiraling. Energy spirals through our body. Energy spirals in the, our galaxy is a spiraling energy that isn't like a vortex, like it's spinning in within itself. It's actually this massive evolution cycle. So 
when we really think, and, and there's a lot of ancient texts and all kinds of things that talk about this cycle and what the words are and stuff, but I'm not even sure any of that matters because if we can just tap into the realization that right now we are being required to go within in bigger ways, deeper ways, more expansive ways than ever before because of this time in our galaxy of this massive conscious evolution, if we really get that, then you're doing the right thing in this time. The opportunity is to go within, to clear your energy centers, to let go of fear, to let go of the control of the mechanism of what we can call a society that's poison and toxic to our minds and our hearts and our emotions and our physical body and our energy bodies and try to really maneuver in a new way if we can if that is something that people can do and more and more and more and more and more can do that i know that we'll take what's here that's inverted and we'll flip it right back side up to where it should be where heart minded people lead the way not the other this is really interesting and the, the, the conversation we could take it in so many different directions let's take it in this direction let's talk a little bit about your priestess healing and your intuitive work i really would like to know more about that and the training that you've undergone and that you are undergoing right now in the healing and the plant medicine how can you envision that unfolding, obviously revealing things for you as you move forward and how you want to help others on the planet? Carol, honestly, just having this conversation helps the planet <laughs> because, you know, it is, it's a vibe, it's a vibration. It's a frequency, right? It's very interesting to think about this journey. So all those things I just said, it's like, okay, well, that's always been important. Of course, yes consciousness and evolution. That is the crutch of like, that is what humans exist for. That's what we are here for. But right now is a time, as you can well see, when the changes are happening so fast, the opportunity to go deeper and deeper and deeper within us and then expanding, you know, basically tapping into what I guess we could call the infinite intelligence of all that is, is how my words would say it. Someone else would probably say it completely different. But here's the interesting thing. I've started to awaken the ability to talk to my DNA, which you could say is the Akashic records within us. Now, what happens when that happens? If we're going within so deep and we're listening, we're using these innate capabilities that we actually all have. They will, however, you know, be uniquely expressed through each individual. Someone may not be a psychic empath and feel other people's emotions and things of this nature, but it will express in a different way. You know, so there's a lot of different things that can happen on every level for every person. But one thing that I know is that we have this ability to go within to really listen. And what that provides us is this wisdom of tapping into other incarnations. Now, if we do that, so this is where the priestess, you know, this is where this, all of this information has come through for me of what I've been in many lifetimes and what my journey is and what my mastery is about. And this is actually something that I've integrated into the Tap Into Your Magic course that I'm launching because anyone can do this. I'm not 
you know, some special person that only I can do this. Of course not. We all can. If we can do that, then this is how we really get our, we like blow out our purpose. So we just keep leveling up or as we could say, evolving, moving into our mastery more and more deeper, bigger, bigger, however we want to put it. And so these healing modalities and everything, this was all ignited because I saw in this massive life disruption, what it was telling me and what I needed to ignite from it. And from there, pushed me into these pathways of really getting that everybody on this planet is unique. There is not one that it's alike. I mean, now we could talk about twins, you know, the, the identical twin thing. That could be an interesting conversation. But for the, they're even different, right? So <laughs> they just may not look different. But everyone is so unique that, you know, no one should be eating the same thing at all. So people that come out and say, everyone should do keto. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Mm-mm. No. Incorrect. We must know our body. So that's just another level. We have to really get our unique magic, our body, our everything to really, really get how to push ourselves through and evolve and make progress in our lives. And then other healing modalities. You know, I realized that the, the word witch means healer. Like if you look into the ancient languages, trace that back. And I have, that's what it means. It means a seer, a healer. So I have, I am a witch and I've always been this. And so now I can ignite that and say, yes, of course. So then I was like, okay, well, obviously part of this mastery is I must be, okay, I'm going to go get my master's in herbal medicine. So I am. It's like we think we're here and like, oh, we're, you know, I'm good. And then you go deeper to another level inside of you, conscious wise. And you're like, oh, there's more, you know. So we can just keep exploding with this evolution. And so in a lifetime, we can live 50 lifetimes. So this is the other side of the coin, per se. When you start realizing, when we all start realizing that we do not have to live in this box and that, in fact, the boxes don't exist and you could just keep evolving and keep learning and growing in more magnificent ways than we could have ever thought even 10 months ago. So that's where this is all coming from and how this is really integrated with everything because the world is asking for healing just as as all of our bodies and our everything within us needs to be healed as well. Very true. And that just reminded me as you were talking about that traveling back into and connecting with other incarnations with the Akashic records and your DNA. It's something I read recently. And also it was a conversation that I had that there is no such thing as a linear time in the universe. Yet it's a construct that we have created here in this dimension or whatever you want to call it. Right. Every lifetime is all one, really. Uh, I mean, it's everything. And we're all open and we're doing the inner work in this almost no timeline. And we're tapping into an unlimited amount of intelligence that we're all connected to. Right. It's like we're all part of this one huge soul that's infinite and ever expanding. 
but there's this illusion for many people because of the physical attractions here, the material things, the conditioning, the patterns that we have been forced into or learned or we allow ourselves to fall into that are holding us back. And that can be our biggest challenge for most people to break those patterns, breaking away from the patterns, the unhealthy things that prevent us from really moving forward and reaching our true potential of who we really are, not this facade, you know, in the external world. What's your advice for others? Where should they start? Because so many people are out there are are really clueless. Yeah. They're lost and they need help. Yeah. You know, let's really think about things that are blowing up around us. There's many people where they're you know, 30-year marriages are ending abruptly. Their toxic relationships are just being ripped apart. There's people that have had cushy jobs have been ripped away from those. So we can look at these experiences and say, wow, you know, like, this is awful. But again, the lens is saying, uh-uh, you, let's be real. Let's get really raw. Let's get really authentic in the truth of, you shouldn't have been in that relationship anyway. How long did you sit there and, and say, I despise my life. I despise the situation. This can go for a job or a career of any kind. You know, how long do people sit in toxicity and think that it's okay? And by the way, we all have been, we all get into these situations, but it's how do we get out and when do we get out? So now it's like the universe is saying, uh-uh, it's, come on, go, get, get out. So they, it's a violent shove, right? And then people are like, oh my God, you know, I don't, well now, like you said, now what? Well, the first thing is to realize this is asking you to go deeper. You're being required to step into unknown territories because you must. Not because it's bad, not because it's negative, because it is positive for your evolution. If you keep those anchors, if you keep those weights on your legs, how can you rise? It's not possible. This is energy, you know, this is what we could call energy vampires. I mean, there's just so many, like there's a million scenarios, right? I really think that the first step, the easiest thing to do is to start to really wrap your head around the why, the reason, the okay, like get real with yourself. Like if you've been lying to yourself, don't beat yourself up. Just be like, I see it and now I can heal it. Because if we don't see it, if we don't talk about it, we can't heal it. It's just going to sit there and the toxic juices just keep bubbling. I think that's really an initial step because you know that initial step can take a while but there's writing there's the counseling and finding a good guide look again if we're all doing what we're here to do in, in terms of like putting our gifts in the world there's someone for everyone to help them no one is left behind seek out and just be real with yourself and those that are around you because that realness, that rawness, that authentic 
cry as much as you want, feel into all of that because that's important because the next step is, okay, now how do I heal? Modalities. There's a million of them. There's so many different ways to heal. And this is why, you know, I think that it's so imperative that if people do start clearing the toxicity and the, all the things, then they can really step into this place of knowing, meaning their inner guidance system gets snapped on again. The light of intuition, of the gut, of, you know, all these things can start to turn on again. Therefore, discernment steps back in. And so therefore, you can start to feel out the right healers, guides, mentors, coaches, whatever you want to call them to enter into your existence and plus have the space that's open to say, I desire, and you insert what you exactly want and who you want to come in your life because you can manifest that as well. Synchronicity is real when you're open, when you're an open channel to receiving. I think those are some initial, you know, they're, they sound simple, but I know that they're not because those two things can take a while to even wrap your head around and then find the right people to come into your sphere to really help you get to that next place. There's never going to be a healer that is the healer of all healers of all things, because that is not how this works. <laughs> you know, there's going to be probably 12 people that end up helping you. So open to receiving. Yes, I agree that it's great to be open to receiving because everyone can benefit from seeking support from others. And I just wanted to add to this last piece of the segment to sum things up. It's really about having and being clear on your intention and the desire being strong enough where you're taking the action. So all of that needs to be greater the intention and desire and the actions that you take needs to be greater or stronger than the resistance against it to truly make the shift forward. Before we wrap up a little bit more about Team Goo, how you're integrating the Disrupt Now program along with the podcast into what you're doing and this new course or program. The Team Goo component, it's kind of like all the things that I've done my whole life the marketing, which is a word that I don't really even use anymore. I call it putting people's magic out into the world. <laughs> I think that's a lot better way to think about it too, right? You know, my husband and I, again, we met in the agency marketing land in New York City. And us bringing this into fruition has been easy because that's just kind of like kind of what we do, right? But then there was a deeper level for me that happened where the creative aspect of getting people's magic into the world is so necessary now more than ever, because I think people are really waking up to the truth that you've got to have this portal to who you are and what you do. People need to get that and to be able to find you because regardless of how this world is going to change, going back into maybe these tribal, you know, set up villages, things. I've had a lot of visions around this, regardless of that, we still are in this expansive global way of being and living. And there is no reason why, again, like you and I shouldn't be having this conversation. We should always be able to be connected in this global way. And so therefore, you know, creativity in the digital world, even though that's going to ebb and flow, 
I think is one of the most imperative things that we can do because we need people to know about the gifts that we offer. So therefore the right people can find us. So that's really all that that is. And the writing around it, the design around things, the videos, those aspects are what we cover because those are ways to help people ignite their throat chakras to get their truth out into the world. So it's way more than, than quote unquote marketing, which again, I literally don't even use that word. I don't think it's even, even on the site anywhere, maybe, but uh, I'll probably eat my words later when I go back through and go, is it on there? It's just, you know, I just think it's a, it's, there's a grander vision in the way we look at how we put ourselves out in the world. But then the disrupt now thing, that's interesting because I was really feeling, you know, after a few years of owning the business, I was like, maybe actually it was like really early. It was a couple of years. I was like, there's more here. This is not all that there is for me. I just felt that. And then I, all of a sudden I had a dream and disrupt now was born. And I was like, I don't even know what this is going to be, but it's a gift. And I downloaded this information, even the way the logo was going to look and like everything. And that's when the podcast got launched because that was kind of the, okay, well, I need to speak with disruptors. We need to talk about this thing called disrupt and we need to look at it in a new light. And then, you know, it, again, th this is like the, how this business, once you unleash, it's like things just keep evolving, like keep coming out of you going, oh, okay, yes, this is where this is going. And so the way I, I really have brought these together is, you know, life and the business that we create, the work that we do, the things that we do in this world right now, today, and as we move forward, it's really about blending and integrating. And so Disrupt Now is kind of this integration of life into the business aspect and how we bring these two worlds together. Because that's really important because we're integrated beings. We're not siloed. We shouldn't be, actually, is a better way to put this. <laughs> So the Disrupt Now program, which, you know, my highlighted program is Tap Into Your Magic. All these downloads, as I call them, from the infinite intelligence that has come through in the last couple of years is in this program. I love that term, infinite intelligence. I use it a lot. Yes. And it's like all these things that we're talking about. It's knowing you have the power to take your power back and then really getting this innate magic that you hold because again people that are awake and aware and conscious are being asked to go to another level either deeper or higher again however we want to put it and that next level doesn't come easily it's going to come with disruptions it's going to come with things that we must work through again or things come up from 40 years ago, 20 years ago, and you're like, I thought I managed this. Didn't we get over this? No, I got to do more work. You know, so we're being asked for more, more, just keep going. So that's what this program is about too, because tapping into our magic right now allows us to even like get what we offer, what we bring and the power in that. And then imagine a world where everyone's clear of fear in this, our energy centers, our heart, our hearts are rising up and we're, you know, we're connecting in heart spaces versus this. Can you even imagine what this world would look like? I mean, I can't even imagine what it would look like. It would be beauty that I don't think any human on this planet right now can even imagine. That's a long answer. But that is what this is all integrating into. 
<laughs> and that bigger vision. I love that vision. It's absolutely astounding and remarkable. And I know that it will be a huge success because it already is. As you know, this is how we manifest things. We have to live it, basically believe it, live it, think it, experience it as though it's here right in the present moment. And then it truly is. And voila, it manifests. Hmm. Let's, let's think about this heart space. So I think one interesting thing to leave here is when we really think about, and this is something that I'm even wrapping myself around right now, like truly in a really big, profound way, because it takes a little minute to kind of really get this, but this moves into this law of one theory, which is we are one. So you, a lot of people have heard that, 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 that separation is an illusion. Well, it's true because if we look at our cellular structures, it's energy. Atoms vibrate and move. They literally are not solid things. So we are space. <laughs> See, this is where it gets a little lot. But then we think about how our, our cells and that energy is connecting with other beings next to us. How that energy is connecting with the beings of minerals, rocks, gemstones, plants, and all animals, insects, everything. That's the infinite intelligence of all that is. So if, if I think if we can start really getting this, we are one, that alone can ignite change on such a grand scale. Because then I, so I don't see, I see you, Carol, but what I also see is that you are another self having an experience. You are not separate from me. You are a part of me. And it ignites compassion in our heart space that you didn't know even was there or that was that we can be capable of having at least getting another person's experience. So I'd like to, to drop that because that is powerful. And if you want science to be integrated into this, I recommend reading a book called The Secret Life of Plants. Your mind is going to be blown. Like it's scientific proof of what I'm talking about right now. Well, I will definitely jump on reading that book, The Secret Life of Plants. Yeah, it's good stuff. <laughs> I must say it's probably hard for a lot of people to, to believe it if you haven't studied it. It is important for us to explore beyond what we see and hear and, and, you know, what we take in through all the senses. You know, some people just don't really understand it, particularly, you know, if we're still operating in the 3D world, when you love someone else, you're actually loving yourself. When you hurt someone else, you're fearing or hurting someone else. Yes. That's how you know. Totally. It's hard to kind of wrap, you know, even I, like, really researching this stuff, sit there and go, wow, a lot, you know? So it's a process to really take that in because we've been so separated from that truth. Yes, and I just want to thank you so much for engaging in conversation today. Such a heart-centered conversation, lots of nuggets of wisdom, and I love all that you're doing in the world. I mean, it's just beautiful. I just want to thank you for being here. How can people find out more about you? 
actually, you know, natalieviglione.com has like kind of all the ways to connect. But if you really want to drive into the Tap Into Your Magic course and just check it out to see if it resonates, I do have that at disruptnowprogram.com. And then you just go into the work with me and you'll see Tap Into Your Magic right under there. And I have a whole video really fully diving into what is that about before anyone would ever join the wait list to get ignited into the whole program. And when we fully turn it on, essentially, you know, the way that I'm really working this is I'm going to do donation-based style because I don't want anyone on this planet to ever not be able to do something because they feel like they can't afford to do something. We should not be restricted in having to evolve our consciousness with help. Thank you for that. I think that is a beautiful gift for everyone out there who has an interest. Yeah. You know, it gives an opportunity to afford the program. And I just want to thank you so much for being on the show with me today. This has been a delightful conversation. I'll make sure that we put everything in the show notes and I'll make sure that everything is correct so that people can actually go directly to your site and find all of these resources. Thank you again, Natalie, for being on the show. Thank you. To you, my dear heart-centered soul, that's it for now. Thank you for being here. And please be sure to check out Natalie's website and her offerings. And until next time, keep your heart rising up. Bye for now. We hope today's show helped to bring a bit more joy and happiness into your heart. We hope it inspired you to unleash your inner power and rise up to your best and loving heart-centered highest self. We'd be grateful if you'd leave us a review on iTunes. Those reviews are important to spreading this valuable message. We'd love for you to subscribe to our podcast and share the show with others. Visit heartsriseup.com for heart-centered courses, guided meditations, and our popular notes from your higher self. Until next time, keep rising up and may all that you love thrive.